0: Welcome to season 13 of Digital Learning Radio. I'm Laura, and I am grateful to be joined by my co-host, Catherine. Hello. This season of the podcast, we've continued conversations of sharing what has inspired us on our ongoing story of learning. And somehow we've made it to the end of another season, and this one absolutely flew by for me. Oh, I agree. (laughs) but it has been such a great one and since we're closing it out this week we're going to share the time with some reflection and celebration of the end of another podcast season of inspiration and learning well i truly
1: love all of our podcast time and conversations and i continue to marvel at how themes emerge each Mm, season mm -hmm. such as this semester's topics on wellness And now we've shared about 40 Inspired to Learn episodes. Wow. Yeah. And so I love that we're able to connect each episode with something else we've recorded. So many good hours spent in the podcast studio with you, Laura. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, before we dive in today, we've got to circle back and hear about what's been going on with you. Last week, you shared creative acts for curious
0: people. Do you have any updates or new thinking to share with us? Okay, I absolutely do. So earlier this week, I got to spend some time with a group of instructional coaches who were looking to recalibrate and reframe their roles and coaching program for next year. And I thought I had the day all planned out, but after last week's episode and spending more time digging through Creative Acts for Curious People, I made some tweaks and inspired additions to our day's plan. And I've got to say, I am so glad that I did. Mm. So at the back of the book, there's this kind of behind the scenes section that takes you step by step through a design challenge called The. haircut. And there are explicit instructions, some questions to consider, and a couple of fill in the blank statements to work through. And while we did not set out to design the ideal haircut experience as it's intended, I utilized a few of the stages to really hone the vision for next year's instructional coaching program in this district. And so we used this define your point of view and generate ideas sections to really dig into specific needs on campus, and designing support to meet them. And I wasn't entirely sure how well it would connect to the work we were doing, but it was a really great fit and it gave us this impetus to create some solid concrete next steps after talking about these big ideas. So I can't wait to find additional gems to jumpstart thinking and facilitate good discussion for other coaches in the future.
1: Oh, Laura, that sounds like an amazing now what and it sounds like you had an incredible day with those coaches. So I'm sure they
0: appreciated your tweaks and thoughts and these creative acts for curious people. Yeah, it was so great. So I loved that I had the opportunity to come back and share today in the podcast studio. Fantastic.
1: Well, now moving on, we usually launch our main discussion after sharing a quick win of inspiration, and since we're sharing the conversation today, let's share the quick win as well. We both recently completed an online course with Tony Vincent called Classy Canva. And I know we each drew lots of inspiration and quick wins from this learning experience, especially since we were both pretty new to designing in Canva.
0: Laura, why don't you start it off? What is
1: your Canva-related quick win?
0: Okay, I learned So much during this class. And so I could name 30 quick wins Mm -hmm, for you. But mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest ones for me is learning about all of the photo editing options and AI integration that Canva Mm -hmm. has. So I had no idea that Canva has so many Photoshop like tools. And for someone with like pretty minimal photo editing skills, I had so much fun digging into all of the effects, the background remover, this magic eraser and something called magic edit. And Mm. these magic tools, by the way, are just extremely cool opportunities to see how AI can work to erase things in your photo or generate things to enhance your photos. And again, just really fun to play around with. So a potentially quick win because actually using the tools is quite quick, but also it's pretty easy to dive in and spend lots of time exploring the various effects and tweaking things to get your photos looking just right. So potentially quick, but also you can spend a lot of time playing. Ooh,
1: that's so fun. And those features were not things that I really dug into. So after
0: hearing you share about that, I'm excited to look at that piece as well. Yeah, they're really, really cool. What about you? What's your quick win takeaway thinking about Canva? Well, like you, I have many wins, but the big surprise for me
1: is that I'm loving Canva's website builder. Mm. Before our class, I had no idea that you could create a website in Canva, but it is very easy. And what makes it a quick win is how easily you can paste design elements from other projects. So this website is one long page and it couldn't replace a complex Google site but it can be used for a landing page or a portfolio or an event page. And I'm finding more and more uses for these types of sites. In fact, I created a new website for this podcast, and I've created Spotify playlists for our big topics. So now you can check out our
0: new podcast playlist site created in Canva. Hooray! And it looks fantastic. So smooth. I think it's funny that our quick wins are things that the other one didn't necessarily dive into because now I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, I need to review that section because Mm -hmm. I didn't dig in enough for that. And so I am already thinking of some ways that I can use it. But way to put the quick win into action and build us a beautiful new podcast site. So very, very cool. Yeah, thanks. Should we move into our main conversation today? Oh, yes. All right. So I know we mentioned almost every episode that we're gearing up for summer or designing summer PD and it's true and it's here and the summer (laughs) is upon us. Yes.
1: And with that being said, we thought it would be fun to share some of the things that we're excited about and that we're putting into practice after another great podcast season and really a year of learning and getting inspired. So today we're going to tweak a protocol from the Tiagi group called five full envelopes to guide our conversation.
0: So this protocol, as intended, has the goal to increase the frequency and intensity of positive emotions in your life. So that's a good connection for us mm-hmm. already. It involves using five envelopes, each with a full word written on it. So those words are hopeful, joyful, Peaceful, playful, and thankful. And so, as you go through this protocol, participants spend time discussing each of those five emotions and brainstorming ideas to increase the frequency and the intensity of each of these positive feelings, both at work and at home. The ideas that you brainstorm are written and placed physically inside of the envelope, and you leave it for the next group as you rotate through each of those five full envelopes and emotions. And side note, I haven't had the right opportunity to utilize this protocol, but I'm really excited to try it out. So possible stay tuned for that one. Well, it
1: is on theme with our wellness and everything that we've talked about. So I am excited to move on, but we've updated the five full words and we aren't using the envelopes on the podcast.
0: Wrong medium for envelopes. Right.
1: (laughs) But in sticking with our unintended theme of care and wellness this season, let's discuss some of our learning and next steps from here. So we'll frame the conversation with our own five
0: words, successful, meaningful, playful, peaceful, and hopeful. I love it. Let's jump in. So I'll have you start us off, Catherine. What learning or inspiration from the year has been successful for you?
1: All right, so this is a move that I had as my facilitation move as a favorite thing. And it's a very intentional way of beginning and ending sessions. So thinking about first the people, the purpose and logistics to begin the sessions and then The other thing that's been successful is trying to find a unique way to end the session to launch the learning with something more than an exit ticket and Mm. i know we've both used a poem we love ending on quotes we tie back to a standard and so just really thinking about being super intentional about beginning and ending sessions so Mm. that's been successful for me so what about you laura
0: Well, I love your success story. And I think it's inspired me to kind of hone and tweak my own thinking. So uh, I will borrow some of yours, being inspired by you. But for me, I think it's been really successful to incorporate so many of the reflection questions from Suzanne Daly's book, Teach Happier. And one that I'm landing on a lot right now as we're closing the school year and then launching a new year is what's the story you want to tell this year? I think it's been really successful to elicit interesting thinking and it's not the traditional, you know, goal setting question. And so I have had a lot of success with that. Additionally, had a lot of success with one of the quick wins from this year, which is also from Tony Vincent to print those custom sticky notes. That's been a really fun way to have a tangible takeaway that you can stick. And I've got some printed out and ready to go for some of my summer sessions to.
1: Well, Both of those are fabulous ideas, and I love how successful they have been for you with your work.
0: Yeah, so our next full is meaningful, and I'll kick it off by saying something that has been really meaningful for me is thinking about the work of MBS and goal setting and really just kind of couching thinking in those three pieces of thrilling, important, and daunting goals Mm -hmm. that are really Worthy of our time and work. And so, not only has that been a metric for me, but really a meaningful mind shift as I design projects or take on projects. It kind of directly relates to one of your episodes when you shared the multidimensional framework for career growth. My top dimension is contentment. And so I really have been working to prioritize that. And I think um, just choosing meaningful projects has helped make me feel content and just good in the work that I'm doing.
1: Well, Laura, for me, I am going to just say copy paste for my meaningful because I love these ideas of uh, Michael Bungay Stanier, thrilling, important and daunting. And then that multidimensional framework has been so powerful. And for me, contribution is my number one area. Mm -hmm. And I still just get a little smile, for instance, when I hear other people talking about art of gathering. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think, I think I contributed to their understanding of that, or they're doing a book study and that has filled my bucket with Mm -hmm. that small piece of influence, I think. All right, our next full is playful. And this was a big topic for me this semester, Mm -hmm. so I am very excited about some more playful elements in my upcoming sessions. And one thing I'm doing is I am creating identities in my sessions, and I am going to ask people to decide, are they going to be an explorer today? A collaborator, a cheerleader. And I think that is a little bit playful. I have also created some little silly stickers and funny names to go along with those. So that's super playful. And then one last thing that was a quick win was this click to tweet website. Mm And I've added that to all of my thought catchers. And so maybe um, someone will document their learning by tweeting out a little win or takeaway from the works. I thought that was playful too.
0: I think so. I think so for sure. For me, I think this idea of playful stems from you. You kicked off the season talking about playful and hanging out with you. I get to hear your observations just all the time saying, "Ooh, that's really playful or hmm, what a playful idea. And so I think that's really solidified the idea in my mind of looking for those opportunities of playful things. Some of the playful takeaways that I have, I think both come from quick wins, but um, I am so loving using stickity, mm-hmm. seeing the little playful timers and putting in little subtle animations and arrows that move and just these... Small visual tweaks that uh, I think are fun and very playful, and have had so much fun embedding those in a lot of my slides for this summer. I also shared, uh, as I think a random aside, but uh, I found a couple of playlists from the D School, and uh, mm-hmm. they are incredibly playful and again, uh, very eccentric and eclectic. And so I'm really excited to have those be my summer jams for presentations this summer.
1: Ooh, I need to check those playlists out. This is a good reminder today. Thanks Mm -hmm. for that, Laura. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So our next full word is peaceful. And I think this really connects to our theme of wellness that sort of organically cropped up this season. And so For me, um, back to Suzanne Daly and Teach Happier, this idea of wake up for bedtime has Mm -hmm. made my days more peaceful, I think Mm -hmm. because they're intentional. And so Mm -hmm. if I, when I wake up, choose and intend to feel a certain way when I go to bed. I think it just kind of brings me, I, I'm doing a like shoulders down motion, just kind of brings me some mm-hmm. peace uh, and intention for the day. And so I've I really enjoyed that practice. Additional, I couldn't tell if this was playful or peaceful, but ultimately <laughs> I think it's peaceful. Your idea that you shared of time confetti, mm-hmm. seeing those, those random bonus moments of time and rethinking, uh, should I scroll through social media or should I open my Kindle app? Or should I send a text message to say hi to a friend that I haven't spoken to in a while? And that is really peaceful. And so I really enjoyed that practice as well. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, What about you? What are your peaceful takeaways? I could also copy
1: paste your ideas for peaceful. I love both of those shares. The thing that I am really thinking about is what are spaces that I truly belong? And we've had this conversation about belonging versus fitting in. Mm -hmm. And I truly notice like when I'm with you in our podcast studio or with our masterminds group, or coffee edu, Mm -hmm. I feel that same loosening of shoulders and kind of a sigh of relief and notice that importance of how do we cultivate that sense Mm -hmm. of belonging. And that makes me feel so peaceful. And mm-hmm. I really want to work and see how can I create that with others in my home or professionally with teams or in sessions. Mm, I love that. Mm. Um, we're both just kind of mm, on both. <laughs> we are so peaceful. <laughs> so we won on that.
0: <laughs> we look very zen. That's right. <laughs>
1: All right. So our final full is hopeful and I am hopeful that there is more movement towards fantastic post pandemic professional learning, Mm. such as creative formats of sessions acceptance of more than just seat time for Mm -hmm. professional development looking for things like teacher portfolios of a semester of work versus sit in my workshop for six hours Mm -hmm. and so i'm really feeling hopeful that we're going to start moving towards different ways of designing professional learning And we've seen so many creative things from our colleagues and out in the real world. And so I hope that will be the norm. So that's my hope, Laura. Mm,
0: Well, mine just dovetails perfectly after yours. I am also hopeful that we continue transforming learning and thinking Mm. and thinking about how we learn this summer specifically you and i kind of created a new category in some of the summer sessions we're offering um, and we're calling it own your own learning and so i am hopeful that people will be excited to own their own learning and spend some time uh, doing things a little bit differently and I am excited for that and hopeful to see what just great shares and unlocking of thinking we get to be part of this summer. Mm -hmm, Perfect. I'm also hopeful about this idea of normalizing, prioritizing wellness. Mm -hmm. I think since it has been on my mind, I have more Freely and frequently and openly just shared that type of thinking, you know, with my coordinator in one-on-one meetings, uh, sharing with the coaches and the leaders and the educators that I work with. And so it's this kind of just like big and sustaining reframe of thinking that it goes back to that dimension of contentment for me, but just normalizing, putting yourself First, and being well and taking care of yourself. I've been talking a lot about, of course, Brene Brown and an Atlas of the Heart. uh, She has a section on just cultivating calm and projecting that calm. And part of that is prioritizing your own wellness. And uh, I think we need that on our campuses and as people. And so I am hopeful um, that this is a kind of a, a bigger and sustaining movement to prioritize being well. Perfect. That is so beautiful, Laura. Well, we have gone through our five full envelopes and I'm feeling kind of filled up. I'm Mm -hmm. feeling kind of full. uh, But I think I want to close our conversation with one more full and that's grateful. Mm. So I am grateful for the opportunity to be part of this podcast I am grateful to have a weekly purpose for learning and intentionally seeking inspiration with the built-in accountability of Mm -hmm. being asked, now what, for next steps. And I am so grateful to have you, Catherine, as a thought partner and someone who brings me learning and inspiration daily, even beyond the podcast.
1: Oh, Laura, same. And I feel like the work I get to do with you and for this podcast is the perfect example of owning our own learning. And it really is some of the best professional learning I receive and create for myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Laura, you win as my favorite best collaborator and thinking partner. (laughs) And I am so grateful for all of the hours we get to spend learning, sharing and growing
0: together. Mm, Me too. I'm also grateful for our listeners and for all of the hardworking educators who are putting a wrap on another school year and aligning with our theme of wellness this season. I'd love to share some words from Suzanne Daly in her book, Teach Happier, as a summer wish for our listeners. So she says, if we allow ourselves to be still, we can squeeze the heck out of every Mm -hmm. unrushed, unplugged, serene summer moment by creating space for intentional time away. Free time doesn't always mean availability. We must remember that balance isn't found, it's created. We have to get disciplined with how we can make this part of our summer days. Next fall is going to be a hustle no matter what. And it always takes unwavering energy, enthusiasm, and optimism to get our schools, classrooms, and materials ready for students to return. The only way you'll generate these feelings is by conserving and creating energy by prioritizing still this summer. Take a deep breath. Get still. Hmm, What a perfect
1: way to close our episode and close our season so thank you so much laura for bringing that to us and i hope we all take the time to take a breath and be still the summer Mm -hmm. we'd also like to extend the invitation to you dear listener to share your ongoing story of learning as well take a moment to pause and think wherever you're listening from and consider what are you most excited about what learning or inspiration this year has been successful, meaningful, playful, peaceful, or hopeful for you?
0: You may also find us on Twitter at Dig Learn Radio to continue the conversation and share your own learning that's inspiring you this week.
1: This season, we've been dedicated to sharing our learning and the things that have inspired us. We hope that when we share the conversation and ideas will cultivate curiosity and inspire you to explore one of the resources, reflect on a question we've asked or continue the conversation with us online. Today's episode closes out season 13 and we'll be taking a podcasting break for the summer, but we will be re-releasing some of our favorite past episodes. And then stay tuned for our end of summer bonus reflection episode to
0: come. Until then, we are, as ever, inspired to learn from Gail Allen and her work in the new pillars of modern teaching. She reminds us that when we share, we add a sentence to the story we communicate about ourselves to the world. Let's continue learning, sharing, and transforming. Let's get inspired.